theory or practice, it's a constant battle when you're teaching. I'm Dr. Joy Patterson, the Director of Educator Preparation at Governor State University and the College of Education. And I'm Dr. Amy Viaquia, Governor State University Assistant Professor of English Teacher Education. In teaching and learning theory versus practice, Dr. Joy and I will duke it out over whether theory or practice wins the match. Yeah, I can't wait. So whether you're a teacher, an education leader, or looking to learn more about the field, you can hear from industry experts on education topics. We invite you to be the judge as we box it out. Stick around to find out who wins this week's match. Good morning, Dr. Joy. Good morning, Dr. Amy. How are you? I am blown away that it's been over a year since we released our first podcast episode. So how many episodes are we at now? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. 60, 70. That's a lot of episodes yeah. in a year's time. And when you go back and you think about when and why the whole genesis of this podcast, um, you remember that, Amy? We were locked in our homes. We mm-hmm. started talking about this back in May of 2020. We prepared a Facebook Live event. And so we had spent a month or so preparing for that Facebook Live to help prepare teachers for online instruction in the fall and what that might look like. That was fun. That was fun. Things have changed so much since that time of what we thought remote instruction would look like and what it looks like now. So things have really changed. I really like that it gave us this opportunity to still connect, number one. And you and I both like to think outside the box. We like to share our knowledge. We like to talk to people. We like to get information out there. So this was a perfect way for us to continue to do that. I did miss you though. I did miss you coming down the hall. So being only a few doors down, we had those conversations and we've turned those hallway conversations into podcast conversations. What I find so fascinating is that we're not alone in our conversations. We're bringing other people in to share their perspectives, to really push our thinking because sometimes I'm in an uncomfortable space or an unknown space, not having had the same teaching experience or student experience as some of our guests. And it's just important to listen. That's what I have found over the last year is listening has been so valuable. And it's really taught me a lot about other people's voices and experiences, how those experiences have shaped them as educators. Right. So our audience is probably wondering, where's your guest today? We don't have a guest today because today we're going to focus on just being a reflective practitioner. And that's important for all of us. I know it's important for me to just take a step back sometime and taking that step back is what catapults me to the next thing. So when I take that time to be a reflective practitioner and really kind of absorb my work, meaningfulness of my work, Because sometimes you're just so, we're so busy. We're just doing, 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 doing. 
and we forget about why we're doing you know we forget about the philosophy behind what we're doing taking this time to be a reflective practitioner really brings about self-awareness what am i doing who am i impacting what are next steps am i achieving what i thought i would achieve this is an opportunity for some reflection which i think after all of these episodes I think we need this opportunity to reflect. I'm looking at some of our objectives that we brainstormed when we first began. One of the questions was, why are we doing a podcast? And to follow that, why is this important to us? Why is it important to you? I like sharing. I like learning. So more than anything, I've learned a lot. You know, we have interviewed some fantastic people. Maybe we'll talk about them in a few minutes, but we've had, everyone has been fantastic from psychologists to counselors, to medical doctors, to parents, to high school administrators, to university leaders, to researchers, to scientists. I mean, they have all been amazing. Not, oh, also students. So we also had students and I have learned a lot. So I've gone into it with a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of research, but more than anything, I've learned a lot. So the goal was to be able to share that, to be able to share so people can take their time to digest, to be an additional resource to connect to educators. And I mean that broadly, because as parents, we're educators, you know, as teachers, we're educators, but I mean that very broadly. So I just wanted to have an impact on our daily lives and outcomes as educators. What I appreciate, what has really become very meaningful to me is that we don't shy away from some tough topics. It's not always easy to have the conversations that we have and to learn about some of our students' lived experiences, our educators, why they went into the field of education. It was to make a difference. It was to make lives better for our students. And sometimes that was in spite of some very troubling times and major obstacles Those perspectives have opened my eyes to other people's lived experiences. And I hope, I think, made me a better educator, more aware. And I think that really adds meaning to what work I do in the classroom, outside of the classroom, in higher education, and preparing curriculum, the committee work that you and I do and the impact that some of our conversations have had on the bigger community outside of Governor State University. You know, going back to what you said about the tough conversations, some of them have been tough. And I can recall, I don't know if my skin is being thicker or what by this, but I used to get teary-eyed a lot. (laughs) And it seems like no matter what the topic was, it always went back to equity. And so those moments really made me teary-eyed that it always just went back to equity and what kind of impact are we having? So that just really, really resonates with me. What about this whole thing resonates with you, Amy? What resonates with me are the solutions that are being brought to the table. I love that when we talk to guests, We don't stop where the problems are being brought to us. We don't stop there. 
we don't stop with the difficult situation, whether it is with social emotional learning or digital instruction or remote teaching and learning, whatever that might look like. We ask our guests, we ask each other, what can we do? What tips are available to our listeners? What strategies might they try today, tomorrow, the next day, or thinking about as they plan instruction for the upcoming month, they can implement right away. As a reflective practitioner, I want to see how I can be better. There's a lot we can't solve, but individually, and then again, collectively, we can make small strides to impact our students in front of us and to be supports for each other. And although I might not have a voice that extends nationwide, I know that the people who are with us today, who are our students, who are our colleagues, can gain something from our conversations. Because like you, I'm learning a lot. Yeah, well, actually, you do have a voice that extends nationwide, according to our statistics. We're widely listened to nationwide, but also it's given our guests the opportunity to share nationwide, right? And so it has given them an outlet. Some of the topics, especially when we talk to parents or students or counselors, you know, people that are not researchers. And they have these wonderful things to share and can't imagine how to get it to the public. And so it's given them this outlet to be able to share. And we've learned some amazing things from parents and students. Remember our conversation with a college student, Aaron West? He talked about pathways to college success. Yes, I love that. That's probably one of my favorites because Aaron did not go through college in a normal path. He did not finish in four years. He finished in six years because he had a lot of bumps and turns. So I think when other college students hear that story, they don't feel so defeated. And so that they know that if I just push a little bit, harder, you know, and I don't have to follow the same path as everyone else. I can make it sort of like with Nicole Delally and her experience getting through college, you know, as a first generation student, right? That's, that can be challenging. You don't know the answers. You don't even know what you don't know. And so you make a lot of mistakes. And for me as a first generation college student, it took me longer to get through college It may cost you more money. You just don't know what you don't know. So for people like Nicole and Aaron, who are not researchers, it gave them the opportunity to share their story that I'm certain impact others. The same is true for Stephanie Krause, who we interviewed about her book, Making It, What Today's Kids Need for Tomorrow's World. She dropped out of high school. She had siblings who had very different pathways. And she took what she learned, crafted her own pathway, went back to school, but on her own terms. And she shares what it takes to have those competencies, to make those connections, to, of course, get the credentials you need and the necessary cash to be successful. 
Yeah. And there were some very difficult ones. You know, when we talk about teacher shortage and why there's a teacher shortage, those were very, very difficult conversations. And I think that propelled us to come up with solutions such as parent-to-teacher initiatives, things like that, that we actually had to follow it up with some action because those are difficult conversations. But then we kind of balance it out. Like when we talk to Dr. Gimo about myths about teacher's pay, it's a decent salary, right? You can live a decent life on a teacher's salary and have all the benefits of being a teacher. There's so many benefits of being a a professional educator. Well, one benefit I can think of is having some really introspective and interesting and innovative conversations with people who aren't like-minded because we like to have conversations with people who are of the same mindset as we are. But we even started this podcast, Theory Versus Practice, We don't necessarily have the same mindset, but you and I certainly do have similar goals. Yes, we do. So we are more alike than we are different. So we don't hear it as much in our podcast anymore, you know, whereas Amy, Dr. Amy versus Dr. Joy, but it kind of felt like that when we were interviewing Chris Gloss. I think he felt like he was being attacked a little bit when we talked about dual credit. (laughs) As you know, I'm not a huge advocate of dual credit. I think in small doses, dual credit is great. Getting an associate's degree while you're in high school? Mm, No, I'm not there. So often our conversations are about balance. And yes, there is a good salary for teachers, but I urge teachers, administrators, strike that balance. If you're a first-year teacher, you should not be saying yes to any additional duties. You've got to focus on just being the best teacher you can be in those first few years. And I urge administrators to remember that. Who in their first year is going to say no to an administrator? Right, right. Like, do you want to be the cheerleading coach and you have no cheerleading experience? at all. So I think we uh, have a lot to do, Amy, on teacher retention, a lot of conversations to have. You know, one thing that strikes me as the most interesting thing is that people want to talk to us. And we've met some amazing people. You know, we reach out to them like Dr. John Marie. That's amazing, right? Dr. Gerard McClendon. That's amazing. When you we reach out to some of these individuals, And they are excited to share what they're doing and the thanks and the praise that we get for allowing them that opportunity. And then Dr. Green to interview our very own new university president and for people to take that time. You know, that's what I love, that these educators in some shape or form, that they're willing to take the time of their day because we meet with them twice that they take the time to say, yes, I want to share my work with you. I want to share my thoughts with you. To me, that is amazing. I agree. When people say thank you, no, I say thank you. With some of the people that we have had on this show, 
it only raises more questions, more topics that I'm interested in. Up and coming, we will be talking to professionals about bullying in schools. We have another guest who will be talking about homework and the balance and lots of other topics. I would like to encourage our listeners to reach out to us. And you know, what do you think they want to hear? I like the Facebook lives. Do you like the Facebook lives? I, so I'd love for our listeners to tell us, what do you want to hear about? What are great topics? Who do you want to hear from? Do you want to chat with us on Facebook live? I love doing the Facebook live sessions. And we do have one about special education in schools and preparing teachers for a special education pathway Uh and what that looks like. Yeah. What's so special about special education? That'll be this Saturday. So you can tune into that on Saturday, but you can find many of our Facebook live friend us on Facebook. So go to Governor State University, friend us on Facebook. And there you can find many of the videos. So we'd love for you to take a listen. We'd love for you to reach out to us. We'd love for you to join us in these conversations. This is how we learn. And I love learning with you. Thanks for talking about this this morning, Joy. I was really wanting to have just a pause and to think, what is it that brings meaning to my life as an educator? Well. A lot of that is a conversation with you. So I'm feeling pretty good today. This has really made my day because this is a happy place for us. Amy gets in trouble all the time. She has other projects she should be working on and she'd rather be doing this. So (laughs) this is really our happy place being able to share with you And we just love to hear from you because we want to make sure that we're bringing you the right information, things that are going to impact your lives. You have a great rest of your day. Will do. And you have a great day too. Thank you for listening to Teaching and Learning Theory versus Practice with Dr. Amy Viaclia and Dr. Joy Patterson. We hope that you have been inspired by this conversation and will join us again as we talk about trends in education and perspectives on teaching. We welcome your comments and feedback. What conversations are you interested in hearing? We'll leave it up to you, our listeners. Did theory or practice win the match? I think it was theory probably this time. Uh, practice. Until next time, we're Dr. Amy and Dr. Joy.